Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith and it's wonderful to have you here. I admit that I was encouraged by a major publication. That doesn't get to happen all that often. But the June 13th Time Magazine issue had as its cover story, How to Stay Married and Why. Uh, you just don't see, regrettably, a whole lot of major articles talking about how marriage is wonderful, it's good for you, and what are some of the secrets to actually staying married. Now, I wish I could say that the article actually uh, did a good job of giving a lot of the reasons for staying married and a lot of the uh, ways to ensure that you will stay married. Uh, they don't. We do have a resource that does. Actually, uh, Roderick C. Meredith wrote a booklet that we offer for free, God's Plan for Happy Marriage. You owe it to yourself if you're in a marriage or one day want to be in a marriage to get that booklet. It's on our website. You can order it through the mail. Whatever you want. We just want you to have it. That has things this article definitely does not. But the article does make a particular point I'd like to highlight on the program. First, a little sympathy. I appreciate that they recognize in this article that marriage is changing radically. What does marriage even mean anymore? Uh, the author of the article points out, it's not even clear anymore exactly what couples are signing up for. Marriage is the most basic and intimate of our social institutions, but also the one most subject to shifts in cultural, technological, and economic forces, many of which have made single life a completely viable an attractive proposition. Uh, I would say that's because a lot of the lies that are being built into the concept of marriage, which is really a, a shame, uh, just, just not the way things are supposed to be. Anyway, uh, later on the article they give a particular highlight and the comment here comes from Gary Chapman. Some of you may even be familiar with some of his major works. He's a very popular marriage uh, counselor and has written a lot of books. But they point out in terms of one key to actually lasting in your marriage, it says another helpful adjustment is to drop the idea of finding a soul mate. It says here, this quote, we have this mythological idea that we will find a soul mate and have these euphoric feelings forever, says Chapman. In fact, soul mates tend to be crafted, not found. It says there are tens of thousands of people out there that anyone could be happily married to. Uh, and each marriage would be different. That's a quote from someone earlier in the article. Uh, they make this point, how do you make a soulmate? Practice, practice, practice. Uh, and in that practice is a certain mindset. They quote here Carl Pillemer, uh, who is a, a gerontologist, someone who studies uh, the lives of older people in terms of how they're doing, their health and well-being. Uh, and he makes this uh, point that those that were long-married couples they always acted as if divorce was not an option. He says people really had the mindset they wanted to stay married. They regarded their partnership as less like buying a new car and more like learning to drive. I thought that is a great way to put that. We are so focused on this concept that we have to find a soulmate somewhere, that somewhere in the world is that one unique person. And yet, when people find dissatisfaction in their marriage, what do they often tell themselves? Well, this isn't my soulmate. I somehow married the wrong person. When that's not really the question, that's not really the issue. Uh, it's interesting, a little bit um, earlier, May 28th, uh, 2016, the New York Times ran an op-ed 
titled, Why You Will Marry the Wrong Person. Uh, you know, I don't agree with everything in the article, but it really actually was pretty good in some of the points that it made. And there was one comment in particular that I thought was tremendously insightful that goes against this mythological idea of a soulmate. And they said in the article that compatibility is an achievement of love. It must not be its precondition. Uh, who in the world is perfectly compatible with anybody? The mindset we take into marriage makes so much more a difference. Uh, and that over time you learn to become one. Uh, when God spoke to Adam and Eve, and we read in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 24, that a principle in place was that man and wife were to become one flesh. Uh, but what a beautiful metaphor for something that takes place over time. It's not just a matter, don't get me wrong, we should try to find a person who, who could make a good mate for us. We certainly should be evaluating. Frankly, more people need to focus on being a good mate as opposed to finding a good mate. But that said, yeah, that's part of the equation, but such a larger part of the equation that's evaporating from our society is our personal commitments to making those marriages work. And one of the most destructive concepts that has helped to erode this idea has been the soulmate idea, that somehow out of eight billion people, only one of them is meant for you. Uh, and I'm sorry, that's just not true. Shatter the myth and learn to enjoy the reality. Uh, I do think our booklet will help, uh, God's Plan for Happy Marriage. I hope you'll consider it. And check out everything that we have available on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Take care.